Okay, we pick up at the top of uh, 128, Kuf uh, We are still discussing the uh, about Muktzah, what is defined as Muktzah, what you are allowed to move, what you're not allowed to move. When you clear the storeroom, uh, as we said, you can clear a storeroom for the Beit Midrash if you're having students there, if you're having Orchim. Uh, one of the things we said now, we had we've given all the permissible things that you were allowed to move, and uh, the... Uh, the Gomorrah now moves on on the Mishnah and moves on. We quote the Mishnah saying, Aval, Tevel. One of the things now we're going to get a list of things that you're not able to move because they are Mukta. Uh, and we say you're not allowed to move Tevel. So uh, Tevel is untithed produce, uh, and which obviously you're not allowed to eat. Uh, so the Gomorrah says, Pshita, surely you should know that if, it's got, if you're not allowed to eat it, uh, then it's totally out of your mind and therefore it should be forbidden. Uh, it says, uh, So why do you have to mention something like that? Surely we would know. That it is Mukta. Lotricha, but Tevel, Tevel Midravanan. Really, what it is, it's uh, Tevel, uh, untithed produce, but only on a rabbinical level, such as Shezro, Ba'atich, Anonakov. It's from a pot uh, that is, has not got a perforation. Uh, it's, a, it's a pot that's, that's off the ground. There's a discussion uh, about that. If it was open to the ground, uh, then it would be defined as connected to the ground, and therefore it would be on a Dorata level, it would uh, need, require uh, the Truma and Masa to be taken off. Yeah, uh, this uh, thing is growing out of a pot that is not connected to the ground. So rabbinically, uh, we say you do have to take off Truma and Masa off the produce growing from this pot, uh, but on a Dorata level, it is disconnected from the ground because there's no hole underneath, and, uh, and therefore... Uh, you would not really on a Dorata level need to take anything out of there, but here it's rabbinic and you're not allowed to move it despite the fact that it is rabbinically uh, tevel, rabbinically untithed. Alright, uh, uh, if you said you're not allowed to t- uh, move Rishon, that first uh, amount that you give to the Levi, uh, and uh, the, if, if uh, Truma hasn't been taken it, the Gemara, uh, Truma hasn't been taken off uh, that, and the Gemara says, Pshita, surely that is obvious, uh, because uh, it, it's defined as Tevel, so it's the same kind of thing as we had before. Lord Shrikha says, Gemara, no, it's, uh, we need this case to tell us a, a special issue. Shiktimo, Bukri, Shana no, what happens is is that uh, the, the the grain was put into a pile and then the levy uh, jumped ahead of the of the queue instead of what you meant to do once it's been in a pile you meant to take off truma first and then maserishon uh, the levy jumped the queue and he he took off his maserishon uh, you might think as we had in the in the previous case uh, yesterday's case where he did it while it was still in the ears that ended up being acceptable because quoted a verse saying it is acceptable for him to do that uh, but he evid, uh, it's not uh, allowed really for him to do it but he, you know, if you did it uh, what's done is done uh, so therefore we might think that this would be uh, the case here as well uh, so um, you know, if, if he takes off the Maserishon even though uh, Truma Gadola was not taken off uh, it says what could you have thought what Rapapa said to buy uh, in terms of the ears if he did it it should be fine Kamashmalan Kedashani lay a buyer. As a buyer said, this only works uh, when he did it when the, the corn, uh, whatever it is, is still in the in its uh, ears uh, and uh, in its stalks on the stalks, in other words, and uh, not uh, if it has really been uh, put into a pile. Once it's put into a pile, uh, then everything has to go uh, in that order. 
All right, I quote the Mishnah again. You're not allowed to move Maaseh Shani and uh, holy items that were not redeemed. The Gemara again says, Peshitta, uh, surely that is obvious. And the Gemara answers, Lord Shrika, uh, you did do a redemption on uh, either the Maaseh Shani or the item that was holy, but you never redeemed it uh, according to the way you meant to redeem it. How so? Maaseh, Asimon. Uh, the, what you did was with the master, you redeemed it on money, but that money was unminted. Uh, it was a slug of metal. Rahman uh, Amar, because the Torah says, You should bind up uh, the money in your hand, but the way the uh, the, the tradition teaches us uh, the money that you use has to have a tzura, a form in it. In other words, it's got to be a minted coin. It's, uh, it, you can't just use the slug of metal. Uh, and therefore, if you redeemed it on this unminted coin, it does not have the uh, redemption. It, it's not defined as redeemed at all. Uh, and you might think that it would be fine uh, to use on a on a bidiyevet level. No, we say uh, absolutely not. Similarly, hektish. Um, uh, the in, in terms of hektish shikulo agabe karka. What happens is is that you have uh, uh, t- redeemed it with land uh, instead of money, uh, and you're not allowed to redeem uh, hektish with land. Uh, you've got to redeem it with something. Uh, you know, and, and you've got to redeem it with with money. Uh, it says agabe karka rachmana amar natana kesef become law. It says you have to give the money, and uh, it will go to him. In other words, you have to use money. Uh, you can't use land. So the person thought that he'd redeemed these things, but he actually hadn't redeemed them. Therefore, they remain mukta. Uh, uh, you're not allowed to move this luf, uh, which is this uh, this food uh, for animals. Uh, and uh, the, uh, as we mentioned yesterday, the Quran here says Aram, which we uh, and shows a picture of a big purple flower. Uh, it's not uh, you know not nothing that we are that familiar with. Anyway, Tanarabanan uh, on this uh, theme, Metaltalin eta chatzav. Uh, you're allowed to move this chatzav, which uh, the Quran here calls squill. Uh, the, the art scroll just calls it uh, a chatzav, is a type of grass uh, from the time of Yeshua that uh, would grow directly into the ground. In any case, uh, because uh, who eats this uh, kind of grass? It is uh, deers eat it. Deer eats uh, this type of grass. Veta uh, chadal, you're allowed to move mustard. Because uh, doves eat mustard. Uh, he said you can move uh, pieces of glass. Uh, because uh, it's for ostriches. Uh, ostriches, uh, either deliberately or by mistake, uh, can handle uh, bits of glass uh, in, uh, in in their food. And uh, so, so therefore, uh, glass is even permitted because you've got ostriches. So now, um, so Amalai Ravnatan, Ravnatan says, listen, if you go into that extent, Elimiata, Chavila is mirot. What about uh, these uh, branches or bundles of grapevines? Uh, you should be able to move those as well on Shabbat. Because uh, you could feed these to elephants. Apparently, elephants used to uh, like a little snack of grapevines uh, and or, or maybe still do uh, in, in terms of that. He says, so you would be able, should be able to move that for these weird and exotic, uh, exotic animals. Rabin Shimon Gamliel, Niamot, Shkiki, Pilin, Shkiki. He says, Rabin Shimon Gamliel says, 
is no ostriches are common uh, elephants are not common not quite sure you know they're, they're obviously living in different times they uh, ostriches they probably would see uh, on a uh, on a regular basis you know we we considered ostriches uh, very specialized and uh, we, we get uh, uh, almost as rare as elephants okay amara maimar vud itlay uh, and Maymar qualifies this and he says about Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he says only what, you know, surely there's only if you've got uh, ele- uh, ostriches uh, in terms of moving these uh, shards of glass. Uh, he says, surely if you've only got uh, uh, these ostriches. Amar Rav Ashi la Maymar, Rav Ashi says to Maymar, no, Ella de Amar lay Rabbi Natan, Rabbi Shimon bin Gamliel. What about the, what Rabbi Natan said to Rabbi Shimon bin Gamliel? Chavalei Zimrot, Tatalimine Shimachalapilim. Uh, you can move these grapevines because uh, if you they are food for elephants, eat it le pilim am I law. So what happens if you're an elephant owner? Uh, you could maybe move these uh, vine- uh, these these uh, branches from this vine. Uh, why wouldn't you be able to? So surely if you own an elephant, you can do it. Uh, therefore, yeah, because you have to feed the elephant. It's your responsibility. It's your pet, as it were. And therefore, you should. You, you would be able to feed this to the elephant on Shabbat because you have to feed your domestic animals. And uh, uh, really, what do we say? It is, you've got to be fit for an elephant. It doesn't really make a difference if you've got uh, the, the animal there or not. Uh, it means it's fit for it. So the other here, the idea here, Hachanami, uh, uh, it's not whether you've got an ostrich or not. Uh, it's, uh, it's whether it is fit for an ostrich. We say it is fit for an ostrich and maybe you will uh, come across one uh, in the next little while. So therefore you keep you allowed to move this glass. Maybe you will feed it to an ostrich. Uh, and on this, Amarabai, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva, Kulan Israel, who call Israel B'nai Melachim And this leads on to the discussion about uh, these four rabbis, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon himself, um, Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva, all saying that the Jews are like royalty. Jews, all Jewish people, are like princes, b'nai malachim, they are uh, like royalty. What are we talking about? Uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Haidam Ran. Uh, in terms of this, uh, this we said, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, that's what we said. In terms of our Mishnah, we said, uh, you are allowed to use this move, uh, this um, uh, uh, this this aram uh, that we had brought to before. We said that was food of a raven, and raven was only really uh, ravens were only held by aristocracy, and therefore, uh, so we're talking here about uh, the, the type of you know, Jews are fit to own ravens, even if you don't own a raven, but you considered fit to own a raven, so you are like uh, arist- uh, aristocracy. Uh, in terms of that. Okay, Rabbi Shimon uh, did none, and this was something that we'd had uh, a few weeks ago, uh, in terms of uh, did none, B'nai Menachem, Sachin, Agabe Makotem, Shemin Vered, Shukain Darkan, Shabbanai Menachem, Esoch Bechol. It talks about things that you would be allowed to put on your body, uh, and uh, even though they might look medicinal, they say uh, rose oil, uh, You are if you're a prince, you would be allowed to put this rose oil on your on on a, on a wound on Shabbat because they do it during the week anyway. So no, it's not uh, clear uh, from there that actually doing it for 
a refer a therapeutic uh, purpose, and therefore it is is fine to put them on uh, this on on Shabbat. And Rabbi Shimon about that says Rabbi Shimon Omer Kol Israel Benai Melachim Haim. He says no, every Jew uh, can do it. Why? Because every Jew is fit for royalty. They are like princes. Um, Rabbi Shmuel of Rabbi Kiva, the last two rabbis, Datanya uh, Harei Sheha Yu Nosim Bo Elef Mane Levush Itztale Bat Maya Mane. So. Guys got to pay a debt, and the creditors are coming looking for their money, uh, and they've, they they want like this uh, a thousand times of a thousand uh, money. Okay, uh, he he uh, you coming along to to collect a thousand money from this guy, and uh, what happens? Uh, and he's wearing uh, this lavush itztale bat maya money, and he's wearing uh, something worth a hundred money. Um, you know, so so you know he's 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 wearing something worth a tenth of the debt. Uh, the thing mafshitin uh, it's tale roelo. So they they strip him of it, uh, they take it off him, they sell it, and they recoup the hundred, and they buy something with the hundred that is more fitting for his thing. This guy's in debt uh, and uh, essentially bankrupt uh, because he can't you know meet his debts, uh, and therefore. Um, they strip him of these, uh, this very expensive uh, garment and they give him a much cheaper uh, garment uh, and, uh, and, uh, and therefore they, they can do that. However, um, Tanu Mishum Rabbi Shmuel, Tanu Mishum Rabbi Kiva, both Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel say, "Kol Yisrael Ruin Loto Itztala." No, just because he's got this very fancy jacket, uh, you don't you don't take it off him. It's part of his his uh, clothing. You'll find something else of his attach, uh, and therefore uh, you leave him with that cloak. Okay, good. So that's the the four different rabbis that hold that. Uh, uh, all Jews are like uh, these princes, and therefore uh, that that finishes that. Okay, Chavale Kash for Chalave of of Eitzim, right? We said that uh, in the Mishnah it said if you have bundles of straw and bundles of wood, uh, if you prepared them erev Shabbos uh, for your animals, it says then you can move them, but if not, not. So we carry we quote a brighter. All these things are bundles of, of wood and straw and, uh, and, and twigs. Um, if you have designated them for food of an animal, you can move them. If not, you, you don't, you're not allowed to move them. They are. Rabbi Shimon ben Kamli Omer Chavrei Chavilin Hanitzalin Biyad Echad Mutzal Latatalan V'Shnei Adam Asul Latatalan. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel gives a different uh, understanding of of what uh, it is. He says, uh, if it can be taken in one hand, uh, we can move it. If it requires uh, extra tircho, taking it in two hands, uh, he says, then that is too much effort, and then you don't, you're not allowed to take it. All right. Now we move on. Once we talk about different bundles uh, of different things, uh, it says Chavilei Sia Ezov V'Koranit. It says if you've got this bundles of uh, savory hyssop and thyme. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what those are. The Gemara is gonna uh, discuss those, but we're gonna get to to those answers. Uh, if you bring them in uh, to burn them, then you can't uh, eat them yourself on Bashabat. Uh, they have been designated as firewood, and therefore they become muktza uh, as Shabbos comes in. Sorry, if you uh, 
did it for animal food, Mr. Paik, Bahen Bashabat, then you can use it uh, for yourself. On Shabbat, if you need uh, a bit of those things as well, you can uh, feed yourself with it. It doesn't, not necessarily just for animals, uh, but it is, uh, if you can eat it, is edible for you, then you are allowed to eat it. Uh, and But we qualify this. You can pick them up with your hand uh, and eat it. Uh, you're not allowed to uh, pick it up uh, with a vessel. Uh, and how do you, uh, in case you need to, to eat it, uh, there is a, a crushing uh, process. You have to crush the pods uh, and uh, and then take out the uh, the seeds. Uh, it says, You are allowed to uh, crush them and take the seeds with your hand and eat those seeds. Uh, and as long as you don't have to uh, put it a lot in a vessel, uh, that's what Rabbi Huda says, uh, a lot with a vessel is the normal way of doing things and therefore uh, it, you're not allowed to do it. Says Rabbi Huda, no, they say the normal way uh, is uh, um, they say you have to roll it uh, in, an, in a, a way with the end of your fingers uh, and not a vochel, then you can eat it vochel, uh, it says that if you roll them in the palm of your hand, uh, that is the normal way of doing it. And also, harbei, that says lot, a lot. It says, because that is a kind of a weekday activity. So if you do it at the end of your fingers, um, and obviously not a vessel, uh, it says that is a, uh, a, a, enough of a change to make to show that it is Shabbos and you realize that it is Shabbos. Uh, the same thing with Amita and uh, Pagam, right? Pagam uh, is translated here as uh, Ru, uh, which is uh, uh, also probably a, a type of, uh, uh, you know, vegetable or something like that. Uh, in any case, um, uh, it, 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 it says, you know, that all other with all other types of spices, the same kind of thing applies, that you have to crush, this, this crushing has to be done in an abnormal way. My Amita, what is called Amita, Ninya, uh, which is mint, uh, like uh, Ninya is, uh, is uh, Nana, uh, as we would know today. Sia, Amrav Yehuda, Sia Tzatre, uh, Sia is uh, tzatre, which is this this uh, savory uh, azov, uh, barta, azov is hyssop, and uh, kuranit, kuranita, shma, kuranita is, is called kuranita, we don't know it by any other name. However, hu, hai, da hu, da but then they found someone who was saying, man, buy kuranita, who needs kuranita, and they went out and they found kashe. Uh, they found that he's selling this uh, time, says the Korean. The art scroll's got a different uh, translation. They're not quite sure what it was, just some kind of herb, but the Korean has uh, defined it as time. Ella, siat, therefore we say, tsia is uh, savory, azov is uh, barta, and koronita is kashe. Uh, azov is hisop, and koronita is time. Okay, itmar basar maliach mutal talab shabbat. What you are allowed to move uh, meat that has been salted on Shabbat. Basar tafel ravuna mar mutal talab shabbat. Rav chisna mar asal However, if it is unsalted, 
Ravuna says you're not allowed to move it uh, because you can't eat it. Rav Kista says you are allowed to move it. So now, Ravuna, Amar Mutalatatolo, is really true that Ravuna said that you'd be allowed to move uh, it. Vahai, Ravuna, Talmud, Ravhava. Uh, Ravuna was Rav's Talmud. And we always know Ravka Rav Yehuda, uh, and Rav holds like Rav, Rav Yehuda. And we all know with Rav Yehuda, uh, he says uh, he's more strict uh, than Rabbi Shimon in terms of Mukta. Uh, therefore, it should have gone down from uh, Rav Yehuda to Rav to Rav Huna uh, and, and therefore he should say that it is not allowed uh, why doesn't he hold like his teacher and teacher's teacher uh, says Muktza Lachila Savalek Rav Yehuda so what happens is Rav Huna he holds in terms of eating it um, you wouldn't, he holds like Rav Yehuda uh, Rav Yehuda sorry uh, in terms of, uh, of, of it being Muktza Muktza Letaltel in terms of it uh, being uh, set aside for carrying purposes, Savalek Rabbi Shimon, i.e., a much more limited view of Muktza. Rav Kista Amar, uh, Rav Kista now says uh, about this, what's his view? Uh, he says, Asu Tatalo, he says that you're not allowed to move it on Shabbat. The, that was, um, you know, that, that that was the other side of the equation. He said you're not allowed to move it on Shabbat. Now, however, Vaha Rav Yitzhak Bar Ami Ikla Rav. Uh, Rav Yitzhak Ba'ami comes to Rav Kista's house. Uh, Vahave, uh, Vahaza, sorry, Yahu Bar Avaza. Uh, he saw this like uh, meat of a duck. Dahavu Kamatatalele, He saw it being moved from the sun to the shade so that it wouldn't go off. Amar Rav Kista. And Rav Kista said, uh, the, the reason you are allowed to do this, Kesron Kis, Kahazian Hacha. Uh, we see a case of chesron uh, kiss, monetary loss uh, over here, uh, and if you left it over there, it would it would go off in the sun, uh, and therefore, uh, you know, so surely uh, what we have here is um, you know something that uh, is allowed to be moved even though you can't eat it. And he says, no, Shai Bar Avaza de Chaze Umsa. Interestingly enough, uh, this, this meat of this duck uh, would be different because that is edible. Uh, you could eat it raw. Not quite sure exactly. Uh, maybe you just rinse off the, the blood on the outside. Not quite sure uh, exactly of the lucky implications of eating uh, raw meat over here. But obviously he felt that uh, there was a way that it could be eaten raw. Right, carrying on. Tanarabanan. Dagmaliach mutalatatalo. Dagtafel asalatatalo. In terms of salted fish, uh, it, you know, somewhat preserved, uh, that can last a long time. That's what people eat. Uh, then it's, it's able to be eaten. Uh, if, if it is raw fish, uh, you know, unsalted fish, uh, then uh, then you aren't allowed to move it. Also, not quite sure in terms of uh, sushi uh, today whether these kind of things have changed because people do eat uh, raw fish uh, these days much more than they would have done, obviously, in the times of the Gomorrah. In any case, uh, he, the, the Gomorrah puts this forward. Um, <coughs> now it quotes, Basar, Bain Tafo, Bain Maleach, Mutalatatalo, Stamak Rabbi Shimon. And uh, meat, whether it's salted or unsalted, you are allowed to carry it. Uh, and therefore, this Stam Mishnah, this unattributed Mishnah, uh, or, or Brata, sorry, in this case, uh, therefore goes like Rabbi Shimon.
Okay, Tanner uh, some more about this, uh, different items that do they retain, re- retain their muxa status or not. Metaltilin eta atzamot, vipinei shu ma'achal leklavim. You are allowed to move uh, the bones that are left over at your, on your uh, Shabbos table because that you can feed them to the dogs. Basar tafuach, what happens if this meat is starting to go off? Um, uh, it says uh, you are allowed to move that as well. Uh, you can give that to um, uh, to chayot, which are like uh, wild animals. Uh, in terms of not quite sure, you know, when when you're going to see these animals, uh, unless they you know walking past your house. Uh, but we see that uh, they might uh, eat this meat as well. My Magulin, what happens if? Um, you have uncovered water times the Gomorrah, uh, especially they felt that this, uh, if you left water uncovered, there was a danger of snakes um, putting venom inside it, and, and therefore it was dangerous to, to, to drink. Uh, so you have this water that has been uh, left open. Uh, it says, You are allowed to move it, even though you might think it's dangerous, you can't drink it. Uh, but you could feed it to a cat. Cats catch snakes and eat snakes, so they uh, seem to be somewhat impervious to the uh, uh, venom of, uh, of the snake. Rabbi Shumur Megamle Elamer, call at Atzman, Asu le Shahotan, Vibnei Hasakana. He says that anything has been uh, left open. Uh, he says uh, you're not allowed to keep any of that water uh, because of that danger uh, involved in it, because uh, the snake venom might be uh, floating on it. There is other discussion, other place in Shas, uh, how you get the check for snake venom on water if you're worried about it. Uh, but that's not our subject now. We continue uh, with the next Mishnah, Kofin Etasal Lifnei We have uh, referenced this Mishnah before uh, in terms of uh, these little chicks. Uh, in terms of, you have a, a basket, um, these chicks have just been born, and they need help. They, they can't fly just yet, and uh, they need to get down from uh, from from where you know they, they are just onto the ground uh, so what you are allowed to do is put a basket uh, in in front of the you know where they've just been born so that they can climb on and climb off the basket to get to the to the nest maybe uh, you can you can uh, you know put this little basket in so it's not just a big sharp jump uh, to the floor they can they can balance themselves as they they climb off uh, before they can uh, learn to fly, they just waddle around. Um, uh, they get on and get off. Tanagolim, Tanagolit, sorry, Shebracha. If the chicken that has run away, Dokin Otan, Ad Shetikanais. What happens is you can um, nudge uh, this chicken, um, you know, back to the uh, back to where you. Uh, um, your, it's, it's, it's coop uh, or where you keep it, uh, you are allowed to do that, uh, even though that is, you know, kind of touching uh, mukta with your hands. All right, uh, carrying on. Medadin agalim v'sayachim. You are allowed to help uh, these um, young calves and young uh, foals, these these young horses, to to walk. And similarly, a woman can make her young child uh, walk as well uh, her, her, her son uh, walk if you know as long as they kind of lift up their leg and they put it down and lift up the leg and put it down they don't have to be able to walk on their own uh, but a woman can't drag uh, the child 
um, uh, in uh, that, that would be defined as carrying. And even though we had uh, before that a living creature uh, carries themselves, that was only to get out of it on a Dorata level. Here, on, on a rabbinical level, um, uh, you wouldn't be allowed to carry. So if, if the child can do this, uh, even maybe, you know, someone holds the one hand, other one holds the other hand, and the child can uh, put one leg in front of the other, then uh, he can be moved through the Rishitarabim in that way. Uh, and that's, that's what we see here. It's, uh, if the son picks up one foot and puts down one foot by himself, however, if uh, the mother is kind of just dragging the kid along and, you know, and, and uh, behind her, uh, then uh, obviously that is not allowed uh, because it's like carrying. In the Rishotarabim, and that's what it says, in Mayagorer, so then you're not allowed to, to carry him. Okay, the Gomorrah picks up. Amrav, Yehuda Amrav, Bahema, Shinaflal, Amatamayim. What happens if an animal falls into this, uh, this uh, canal, uh, this, this, this Amma uh, amount of water, this uh, stream, or whatever it happens to me? Avi Karim, Ksatot, Umeniach, Takhtea, Vimata, Alta. Uh, and uh, he said, what you can do is bring these cushions and blankets and throw them in the water uh, so that the animal uh, might be able to, to, to work out that it can climb on them. And then once it starts climbing on them, uh, then it eventually will be able to uh, ascend from the water. Um, uh, it says... Um, the, the, that's the, the one statement of the uh, Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav. However, Maitve, uh, the Gemara doesn't like this, Bahema Shinafla La Matamaim, in terms of animal that falls into this uh, um, canal, Ose La Panasa Mukoma. This Brata holds that you can give it food in the place where it is, uh, but Bishvil Shulo Tamut, sorry, Bishvil Shulo Tamut, in order that it doesn't die. Uh, so the inference is Panasa in uh, that you give it as panasai, you can feed it. Uh, you wouldn't be allowed to uh, throw these cushions and mats down uh, for it to step out of the water, pillows and blankets and stuff like that, uh, in terms of it to ascend from the water. So, which one is it? Are you just allowed to feed it there, or are you allowed to uh, let it climb out itself? In, obviously, you, what, we, what we're totally rejecting is that you could get in. It's a lot of tirka, a lot of effort for you to get in and try help the animal, etc. It might be dangerous for you to go in as well so so what you're doing is you're putting the blankets there so that the animal can climb out on its own so this the second brata says no uh, you, you're not allowed to you're only allowed to feed it but you never you not can't get more involved by putting clifford's uh, by putting blankets uh, etc cushions and blankets in the way and what it says uh, law kasha we can resolve this hi the f sharp in a place where you are able to feed the animal, the ideal thing is to feed the animal. That's the, the, the least amount of effort that you'd have to put in. What happens if you don't have any food there, uh, but you've got these blankets and cushions? What you then need to do uh, is pull the, the animal out uh, that way. Alright, so it just explicates it. Uh, in other words, if you are able to just feed the animal and are not going to cause uh, stress to the animal, that the animal won't die, uh, etc., then you can do that with pleasure. Uh, you know, that, that's what your preferred action uh, is, uh, by, by feeding it right there and then. Uh, but if you don't have the food, uh, then you can uh, just put these cushions down and let the animal climb out. Uh, and and, and uh, that's, that's 
that's also uh, that's that's fine in terms of that. All right. So the Gemara asks a question on that. Something that we had back. Uh, in the third uh, chapter, I think the third or maybe the fourth chapter, uh, in terms of by putting the blankets on the floor, you uh, stop a vessel, you you take away uh, the functionality of the vessel, uh, you 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 move it away from its uh, use uh, on on Shabbat, because now it's it's going to be sopping wet, so therefore shouldn't be used anymore. So the Gemara says, Drabana and Tsar, that is. Uh, um, so what, what the Gomorrah's answer uh, is that uh, you know making a vessel unavailable for the rest of Shabbat uh, is a rabbinical prohibition. However, um, if you have uh, if you have a living animal, then it is a dorata issue. Seems to be when it talks about. And loading the donkey, loading up the donkey, we see that causing pain to an animal uh, is uh, is a very serious issue, and that's why it's rabbinical. I mean, dorata, um, and, and that's what we say. If it is dorata, v'atu dorata, v'dacha drabanan, as you would expect, a dorata principle of um, taking the animal uh, out of the water and not causing it any pain. It's much more preferable uh, to say that uh, you you know st- taking a, a a vessel and making it unusable for the rest of Shabbat, i.e. those cushions and those blankets. Right, uh, quoting the Mishnah yet again, uh, What happens if a chicken runs away? You are allowed to prod it uh, and 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 uh, poke it back really to the uh, to the coop. Uh, in in, so you kind of uh, push it. Uh, that's fine. Madadin uh, law, but you can't um, uh, you know. Help it walk uh, somehow. You're not a nudge it every now and then, but uh, to to do more active thing, uh, help it walk is you can't do. Tenina the high to So we have learned uh, in this, uh, and because we have learned in a brighter madadin bahayma chayev of bechata aval lo etatanagolit. It says you can help uh, a normal domesticated animal like a cow or a horse, or whatever the case is, uh, and even a non-domesticated animal, uh, a some form of chayev some form of uh, deer maybe or something like that and also uh, birds uh, you can you can do them uh, in uh, in shabbat uh, you know you can you know uh, help them uh, walk on Shabbat, uh, but not uh, specifically excludes uh, but not uh, not hens. Okay, and that's uh, you know that, that's what you wouldn't be allowed to do. Tanagolet, my time of So why why dafka hens? What's the issue with this tanagol? Amarabai mishum the makpia nafshe because actually when you kind of um, attach to this hen, it's going kind to. Of you know, jump up, uh, etc., and uh, and therefore you'll be carrying it. Uh, therefore, it kind of lifts itself off the ground, and you are end up carrying it as well, which was obviously a problem. Tanachada, we learned one bright. Medadin behemah v'chayav of v'chatzah v'alo lubrusha terabim. It says you are allowed to help these domesticated animals, even uh, wild animals, and uh, these uh, uh, birds in a chatzir, but not v'lubrusha terabim. But you're not allowed to help them move in the rusha terabim. Uh, it says the next part of the bright avisha medada ibenav rusha terabim. Woman can help walk with her son uh, in the uh, in the public domain. Uh, it says v'ain tariklam v'chatzir, and obviously in a chatzir. Cuts are obviously much easier uh, because it's surrounded on all four sides. Uh, Tanina, 
Uh, we also learned another brata, um, another brata teaches you not allowed to lift up these animals, uh, you know, whether they are domesticated or wild and animals, uh, you know, and, and birds, sorry, uh, in, in the courtyard, but, uh, you can, uh, um, you can you you're not allowed to lift them, uh, you know, in the grail shop, but you're allowed to push them uh, if you know, if they need to 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 come in, uh, if they need to enter. The Gemara says, "Listen, high Kasha, Surely, what you're saying contradicts it. Hamata ain okrin. You know, he says you're not allowed to to lift it. It means aval medadidin. Right? It says you are allowed to push them so that they are able to walk. So that seems to be the clear implication. Hadar hamata. But then you've said dochin in medadin law. Then you say uh, you know helping walk. Then it's uh, is allowed. Uh, pushing is allowed. Sorry, helping walk." is not allowed. So how do we reconcile that? Are you allowed to uh, help the animal walk aren't you Amar uh, he says so really in the last part of here we're talking about a hen and as we mentioned the hen is more stringent you're not, you're not even allowed to push it because it's, it's going to worry it's going to end up uh, jumping uh, into your uh, into your arms. Okay, uh, and now another thing in terms of a hen. Amar Abai, hi man, the shachit tanagolet. If you need to shecht a hen, uh, it says lich you should push its legs into the ground. Uh, alternatively, inami and otherwise, what you do is you should lift it all in the ground so that it can't push onto the ground. So what happens is, is that uh, if the hen uh, sees it's going to be shifted, so it seems to somehow um, uh, put its claws in the ground and like move around. Uh, you know, as you, as you shake it, it kind of bounces backwards and forwards, and that's going to mess up uh, your your simanim. Really, when you shake the animal, you have to have shake uh, in 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 a, in a specific way, and uh, and make sure that you get through what you need to get through uh, the the. Uh, trachea and esophagus uh, and uh, and as a result you have to make sure that you cut cleanly through them and uh, if the if the, if you the animal is moving around if you don't either force it and hold it tightly uh, on the ground or else uh, lift it up in the air so that it doesn't bounce around uh, you could uh, worry you could end up messing up the simanim and that would result in a trafe bird um uh, the next Mishnah, uh, it says, uh, It says, you're not allowed to help an animal uh, give birth on Yom Tov al uh, uh, But it says, um, you are, uh, you are, you're not allowed to um, help, you know, give it birth, uh, give, you know, make it give birth. However, you are allowed to assist uh, once it's Masadin, uh, uh, in terms of once it's uh, giving birth, you are allowed to assist it. Uh, but now, in Simialdin, Eteisha, what happens if a woman is giving birth? Bashabat, uh, Korin La, 
Chokmah, you can call this uh, person who's, who's clever, who's an expert, this, this midwife, for him to, uh, for her to come from one place to another. Uh, so therefore, you can, she can break Shabbat, so even though this midwife has to come from another place, if she has to come on, you know, on, on, on some kind of transport or whatever the case is, uh, then she's perfectly allowed to do such thing. Koshrin eta tibur, and once the child, the woman is given birth, you can tie them umbilical cord uh, on Shabbat. Rabbi Yossi Af Chodchin. You could even cut it off uh, on on Shabbat as well. V'chol Tzarkei Mila Oseh Shabbat. And 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 all the things that you can do and that you need to do for Mila Brit Mila can be done uh, for this baby uh, who uh, who's who's born on Shabbat, right? You, if in, and then later on, we'll see, you know, in terms of uh, the next chapter, uh, this leads on, this is the last mission, so the next chapter is going to be dealing with... Uh, um, uh, the, you know, Rabbi Leizer de Miller. This teaches us, you know, with laws of 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 Miller and what's be able to be done for a a, a baby. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, the you know circumcisions on the eighth day. All right, so we will get onto that uh, in in due course. But in any case, Gemara says, Kate said, Masaidin, in terms of uh, how do you assist the animal in order for it to give birth, Rabbi Huda Omar, he says, Really, what you do is you hold the baby uh, as it comes out, and that's so that it won't fall onto the ground and be it injured or killed. Rav Nachman Amar Dochek Vasar Kadei Shetzah Vlad. You kind of push, uh, you know, around uh, the, the the birth canal and uh, you know from the outside, uh, just so the, the the baby comes out. You kind of squeeze it out, help it out uh, in terms of uh, that. Tanya. Uh, we learn a brata like Rav Yehuda uh, that, that says you could hold it. Um, uh, it says Messiah Din. Uh, what is the the thing in helping out the animal? Ochazin uh, You can hold this this baby so that it won't fall on the ground. Unofeach uh, lo mo and you allow to blow in its its nostrils to take out uh, any mucus that's there that's uh, so you can breathe properly. Uh, and it says when dad piv. And you can put the baby down right next to the teeth of the mother, uh, and uh, you know put it in its mouth so it will suckle. Well, none of these things are defined as tircha. Uh, that is what we are worried about here. Uh, and you know, as we started off this chapter with the tircha, the moving the the boxes and the straw and everything like that around, so we finish off obviously with tircha. Uh, as well. Okay, Rabbi Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, he quotes, he says, listen, Merachamim ha'ayinu be'ematorah b'yomtov, you are allowed to have mercy uh, on these uh, animals on Yomtov, uh, and as long as they are kosher animals, that's uh, what he says to Horin, uh, it says, hey avid, so, so what do you have to uh, do, you know, to, to help it out, what is defined as having mercy, and Rabbi, maybe, Bull shall melach. What you do uh, is you um, to bring this uh, lump of uh, salt. Uh, it says, and uh, and you put it, you know, near the animal's womb, uh, and so it deliberately causes pain uh, to the animal. Sarata, so that she remembers the the pain of uh, of childbirth. And then she'll feel like you know this is. Uh, my child, and uh, and therefore I need to look after it. Mazalfin may shilia al gabe vlad, and you put the the afterbirth water. 
uh, fluids of this afterbirth on this uh, young child. Uh, that the mother uh, will smell it and have mercy on it. Okay, so that's the way you endear it to it. Dafka uh, Torah, and this only works with a kosher animal, Aval Tamea Law. This does not work with a non kosher animal, uh, it doesn't help uh, with the non kosher animals. We see Matama Tamea Law, Marakaka Vlada. Uh, you know, in terms of non-kosher animal, uh, it says the non-kosher animal, um, you know, won't uh, won't get separated from its uh, child. However, if it does, uh, then there is some reason uh, for such a thing, and then, and then the, it will never take it back. So once it's been separated, uh, then it won't uh, take it back. All right, quoting the mission again, Mialdin Eta Isha, a woman can give birth uh, even though this involves uh, breaking Shabbat. Michti, Tana, we had, let's have a look at this. Tana, Lay Mialdin Eta Isha, Vukrin La, Chokma, Makom, Makom. It says that you are allowed to uh, allow, you know, if a woman's giving birth, you can call a midwife uh, to travel from one place to another. Mechalin Eta Shabbat, and you can break Shabbat for her. So the Gemara says, La Tu Ema. So what's the to include surely we've mentioned a whole long lot of things that you can do uh, calling this woman uh, getting her there across town and uh, you know even though she has to travel and uh, in, in a, in a in, you know not walk uh, to it she, she uh, you know has to has to do it so so what is left uh, in terms of what's Dorata and the Gemara answers the following statement uh, if the woman that uh, needs a lamp it says her friend uh, you know, lights the lamp for if she needs oil uh, it says uh, this woman has to walk through the Rishut Rabim carrying something uh, to this, this the woman that's giving birth. Uh, she says, how does she do it? She puts a bit of oil in her hand. Vim eno, if uh, she doesn't, um, you know, not able to, to fill it up, uh, you know, there's not enough space in her hand. If the woman needs more oil, uh, it says, she can uh, look, put it in her hair, seemingly uh, in her hair. Um, that she puts the oil in her hair. Uh, if it doesn't work in the hair, uh, then you've got no choice. You can bring it in a vessel. A woman who's given birth is uh, definitely a case of that's in danger of her life and uh, <coughs> and therefore we do everything that we need to. Some, you know, it even might be more severe uh, that, uh, you know, that she's uh, more than a normal in any case um, <coughs> uh, we just analyze this uh, if she needs a lamp uh, this friend lights a lamp for her she says surely that's obvious if you said you can break Shabbat so then maybe it's obvious uh, no the woman uh, that is given birth is blind and what might you have thought she can't see uh, and therefore there's, it's no benefit to her if you light a candle 
on Shabbat, uh, she can't even see it, so she's not getting any benefit from it. So it's Asur. No, what do you say? Otvi Yatfa Data. Even though she can't see, she can feel uh, that she knows that other people can see, and it will help her mind, she'll put her mind at rest. Svara i Ika Midi Kaveta Vazali. She says that uh, if my friends, if I need something, my friends will see what's going on. They'll see I'm in pain. Even though I can't see, I'm blind. Uh, my friends are able to see uh, in terms uh, of uh, of this. Alright. <coughs> um, if she needs oil, the friend puts it in her hair and she brings a tape of clay. But surely, uh, you just all you're doing is swapping one dorata of, of carrying uh, and now you are swapping another dorata of skitta, which is a, a you know, like. Um, uh, squeezing out is like uh, removing something from where uh, it grows and uh, you know squeezing from from its place of growth etc so therefore it would, you know you're just swapping one uh, thing for another it's a you know one dorata for another dorata uh, and that's it so tapigramishum uh, skita the answer to that rava rav yosef the first answer rava and rav yosef there is no squeezing out in terms of the hair as rashi uh, brings that you know one hair is you know it, it doesn't get connected to the hair it's just kind of in between uh, the hair so that's uh, that's that. No, even if you would say uh, that squeezing hair out is uh, is a problem on a Shabbat, it's dorata to do such a thing. Really, what we're talking about here is you tie it, you tie your hair uh, to this kli and you walk with a kli of oil, um, you know, through her through her hair, tied to her hair. Uh, that's it. It's not that the oil we said it's the oil is still in her hair, but it's not uh, in her hair enough for it to be squeezed out. Mavi, um, uh, sorry, the oil is tied to her hair, uh, but not in her hair, because otherwise it would be problematic to squeeze it out. Uh, it says, uh Mavi, and also she brings it, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a kli. Uh, it says, Derech Sarah, in the in this, this kli, she brings in the kli tied to her hair, as we've explained. And then, and why all of this? If you are allowed to break Shabbat, so we say no. Uh, you'd be given the permission to break Shabbat, but you've got to limit it uh, as much as uh, as possible. Uh, in terms of the Shabbos desecration. All right, so, you know, even though the woman's in a, in a life-threatening situation uh, and uh, you've got to try as much as possible, if she's going to die, if you don't do it, you know, do it the quickest way. But uh, here, it would seem that uh, she can wait a few minutes uh, in terms of it, so therefore you just minimize uh, the desecration of Shabbat that you have to do. Okay, we will leave it there uh, and we get to the last chapter, uh, I mean the last page. Uh, Bezrat Hashem will be finishing the chapter tomorrow, a short uh, chapter over there as we move into Rabbi Leza de Mila. Uh, after that, everyone should have a great day.